0: Welcome to Glitters of Life, the motivational podcast. I am your host Rohit and in today's episode, we have a very special guest with us. So let me introduce her to you all. She is Garima Gulati, a young and talented yoga teacher. She is also a dance and movement therapy facilitator in making. Today on this episode, we will discuss the holistic health and wellness after all, it's all about life. If you are healthy, then you are wealthy. So, tune into the episode to get inspired and motivated from a journey. Hello and welcome, Garima, on the show. It's a pleasure to host you.
1: Thank you so much. Hello.
0: Hi. How are you doing?
1: I am really well. How about you? I
0: am doing absolutely fine. And it's really great to have you on the show. And I feel that this is going to be a real value-added session or episode.
1: Well, I hope so it is.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So just to begin with, I would like to ask you a first question. Young Indian Yogini, a dream, passion or willpower. How will you define yourself and your journey?
1: Um, okay, so I think it started um, when I was in college
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um, since then I've been like dancing and doing yoga and crossfit and everything okay. and I I wouldn't say I had planned it because it was something I had decided just like that oh. so uh, back in 20, 2013 I think I started dancing and I started loving it. Okay, after that, um, like I continued, continued it for like two years and everything. So mm-hmm. I got to know about this yoga course, um, that happens in Kerala. Okay, and without even thinking about it, I thought I'll just go for it. Great. But um, I had to complete my graduation first. So after that, like, uh, that plan did not work out somehow, and I started working somewhere. Okay, but I couldn't because corporate <laughs> is really difficult, exactly. it's really difficult. <laughs> not my cup of tea and I have <laughs> a lot of respect for people who do that and not yes, like yeah, I am against it but it's something I couldn't do I agree. and um, it was a very spontaneous decision that I packed my bags and went to Kerala and um, it was a 200 hours of Ashtanga Vinyasa course oh. and I think it was one of the most beautiful months in my life. I, I met people through um uh, all over the world actually i was the only indian there so i was like pampered like a little kid i was just 20 2021 20, at that time pretty young <laughs> so i yeah i I did not plan on becoming a yoga instructor even after then. Okay. But I was just like discussing this with a friend of mine um, in the yoga course, and he said, Oh, why don't you give it a go? Even just 21, even if you fail, it's alright. Like okay. <laughs> and I was like, maybe he's right. Because I had a lot of interviews scheduled after my yoga course, and I was planning to go back to a different company. Okay. I never planned on doing yoga actually.
0: Great. But
1: um when he told me that okay just give it a shot and then I came here, I came to Pune mm-hmm. and applied uh, in a couple of gyms and luckily I got through two of them oh, uh, okay. in Pune itself so I think just one step led to another and now here I am it's been I think four years I finished four years on the 6th of January and um, I won't say it was a struggle because I think everyone has their different struggles yes, exactly. I had my share It's just about effort. but yeah it, it's more about that and I think I, like there are pros and cons to it but exactly. it just happened um, one step at a time. I never planned it. I'm a, I'm someone who just improvises mm-hmm. and takes spontaneous decisions, decisions <laughs> and it has yeah, it, it has worked in my favor. So I'm good with that. So now it has become a dream okay. of taking this forward, expanding my um, mm-hmm. area um, in health and wellness and different aspects as well and um, i'm working towards it Good. so after a couple of years i've realized what it means to me and everything but when it started it was just like i was too young to understand okay maybe. so yeah that's okay. about it so now i can call it a dream that i want <laughs> to take it forward
0: so basically you are really a combination of great values and i'm very proud of the fact that you started at a very young age and there is a lot to chase in life so pretty happy with it
1: well, thank you. It just happened, okay.
0: <laughs> okay, so you were in California. Would you please share your stint over there?
1: Um, okay, so I think I did not go to California thinking that I will learn yoga, but I hmm. just got lucky that I found a very beautiful yoga studio there. Okay, and the best part about California was that they have studios within like every 500 meters. Like, I was surprised Are to see kidding that me? in India. Yeah, that in India we don't have yoga studios. Like even I, yeah, even I like went to plays and I like go to dance studios, but they don't have proper yoga studios that is just dedicated to yoga. We don't have it in India. At least I have not seen. But in California they have like um, studios every 500 meters, and their yoga sessions are going from six o'clock in the morning till nine o'clock in the evening. So, because I was, I couldn't work there. So I mm-hmm. just used to teach on an exchange basis, and I got to learn from various teachers over there. Okay. I was there for ten months in two years. So I learned different styles of yoga and uh, different ideologies. Like okay, it was really beautiful to see that something that started in India mm-hmm. has its very like uh, beautiful roots outside as well and people are like really serious about it and they have beautiful yogis out there okay. and it yeah so it was a it was quite amazing to see that mm-hmm. like they have such a um, like they, they have a lot of teachers and students over there okay. uh, who have a great understanding about the okay. yoga.
0: So did you find any difference the way Indians practice and...
1: um I think I did like I can just talk about my experience okay. I'm not sure about everyone but exactly. um, how I found in India was teachers are mostly like really strict okay. and um, but over there I learned body uh, like formulating with the body like <laughs> respect I'm not saying I did not learn this in India but respecting okay. uh Like, I'll tell you about a small thing that we had different cards, and over there, the one side was like, um, I want adjustments today and okay. the other side said, I do not want adjustments today. If okay. the student doesn't want to be touched in the yoga class, if they don't want any adjustments from the teachers, okay. they'll just keep that card and the teacher will respect that That this person wants their space today and they don't want to be touched at all. Okay. And I'll just give verbal instructions. I did not see this in India and over there, like, um, I saw this difference that um, they really understand that uh, different bodies go in okay. different paces so there was a lot of space in terms of growing okay. so i hope like we can also bring it over here and i'm sure people have it here but i haven't experienced it yet okay but we,
0: we most so of the time crave about I... the we most of the time crave yeah, about yeah really strict <laughs> no
1: like no, like Indian teachers are really strict. Yes, like I was exactly. scared of my teacher. He was very good. I I okay. I loved him, but he was really strict. <laughs> like I used to like tiptoe around him. So uh, that was a difference. That over teach over there teachers were not strict that okay. much. So
0: yeah. So the, that's the basic change. And being in Western culture brings in a different change. And it's really great to know that you shared a very bright side of yours in another country. And I'm sure that in some of the other way they must have inspired from your dedication too.
1: Yeah, they found me like really different, like because the way Indian teachers teach and the mm-hmm. way Westerners teach, it's it's quite different because okay. um given it's coming from India, if you mm-hmm. learn uh, from someone who has been doing this for a very okay. long time, it's um I think there's a lot of difference in our teaching and their teaching. So they used to really admire what I am bringing to the table because it's, it was a little different from what they are getting over there. Exactly. So it's just like, I am not saying one is good or one is bad. It's just like different um, kinds of salts in the table, I'll say.
0: I understand. Yeah. So Garima, you meet with a lot of people in your daily life. And what common factor you find missing in them in context of health?
1: Everyone wants to lose weight. <laughs> Whoever I want, I meet. Everyone wants to lose weight. I hope I can like change this thing um, uh, a little bit because uh, health has become a lot about um, having a flat stomach or having abs and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot more to it. I'm not saying that um, having a thin stomach is not a good thing. Of course, like if you want it, you want it. But there's a healthy way to approach and everything. So that is something which is very common in everyone be it I, India, be it outside wherever you go, people want to lose weight
0: I feel like it's, it's just because of the diverse food culture of India Like people uh, hop on food
1: <laughs> no, are you kidding Indian food is the most healthiest food ever because if you go outside you like it's like we have so exactly. many colors on our plate hmm. so i i do really uh, think that we are very rich when it comes to food if we actually like um are eating at the right time and the right food we're really rich when it comes to the food culture hmm. so that way we're pretty but sorted just the thing is the lifestyle has changed and no one is to be blamed because the IT culture and everyone has desk jobs and exactly. like long hours long sitting so they are not to be blamed but it's just it's happening so okay. it's difficult to take out time but one has to if they want to live healthy
0: yeah and spreading awareness is the need of an hour and you of course
1: bringing... we all know right we all know that um like uh, maybe eating too many sweets is not a good thing but when you Keep listening to it when you you have your people mm-hmm. to remind you. It just like if you uh, it just becomes like a reminder check. Okay, have to do it. Everyone right. knows what is good for them, right? right? But just people need reminders.
0: And you are bringing change in the society through yoga practice is that a tremendous thing. I
1: hope so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and see, basically everyone needs guidance, and I hope that people really follow that change they need to bring in in their life.
1: Yes, yes, absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm. And you have been engaging with people from different age groups. How do they respond to your teaching?
1: Um, initially, it was quite a challenge, I'd say. Okay. Um, because when I started, um, I was um, 21. And okay. um, doing yoga yourself, you, mm. you can be really good at your practice, but teaching someone is another skill in itself. So even if you're really good, Okay. and you have a good understanding about all the postures and everything, mm-hmm. it's difficult to teach in initially because right. that's that's another skill you need. So, um, even if I had a plan, people like everyone is different in a group session. So, you have to go according to everyone. Initially, it was difficult, especially with men okay. because they were not so used to of um, a young girl telling them this and that. So I have exactly. to be firm, not like dominating, or not be so lenient that they will like like not listen to me. Okay. So it was it was challenging because I started my career in a gym, and oh. um, not to stereotype, but it's just that uh, when someone is like um, working out, they it's it's a little different from yoga. Like mm-hmm. it's a little fast and everything, and yoga is quite slow as compared to that but it exactly. doesn't mean that it is not effective hmm. but they are used to have so much cardio and everything so they were very restless True. in my first class <laughs> and they wanted to like jump and whatnot so it was not easy to handle a bunch of 30-35 uh, year old uh, people when I was right. just like uh, really young because the, like they're used to of older teachers. Mm-hmm. So it, initially it was a challenge, okay. but I think um, now I don't feel it anymore. And it took me a couple that... of months to okay. adapt and understand that how I can be respectful to them and still be firm and then like give them a push as a <laughs> teacher. Not be there, just friend, friend. That anything is happening in exactly. the class. So it was like, it was a, quite a challenge. But now okay. I think like it's nice. Like people listen and they follow and everything. And the most challenging group is the kids. I recently okay. taught three or four year, three and four year old. Awesome. So my, they don't listen.
0: <laughs> they so are impatient these days. Work. Like.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, They, Hyperactive, amazing, I must say. So <laughs> yes, yes, they they are amazing though So um, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I'm like lo- still learning to how to uh, deal with kids, but mm-hmm. uh, like with adults, I think I've got that.
0: Okay, now. and it's all about daily routine. Like we have to be be there to flex the muscles.
1: Yes, it just comes with like time. I think mm-hmm. there's no uh, like. It's just like a to practice this. makes man yeah. perfect,
0: <laughs> and age is the yes, number. yes good to know this ages
1: oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so please inspire or motivate us on the topic that yoga isn't just about physical attributes and how it can be an integral part of the life
1: um, alright so basically um, when I started it was to be honest a very physical aspect because okay. um, I think it happens for most of the people mm-hmm. when you start you start with the physical aspect of it, okay. And once you get the hang of it, once you practice daily, then it becomes like a routine and a lifestyle. Like right. how in a yoga class, you straight, like uh, you learn how to straighten your back. That becomes a lifestyle. I and mean, even if you're working mm-hmm. you have your back straight. When you do pranayama, uh, initially it's just about the breath but once you start connecting with the breath and the postures in your body (laughs) it actually affects your emotional life, uh, your relationships, your mood changes and everything and I've experienced that like um, I remember back in 2015 I was going through something very very difficult in my life and this this really helped me to um, get back on my feet because this mm. is something that is just my own and no one else's right? right so whenever like whenever i practice daily it's just that it gives me the feel that i'm in charge of my life and my habits and everything and Ooh. um because we have so many like emotional knots and physical knots in our body when you actually and. Or mm-hmm. detangle them, you feel really good, and it is not just dopamine which is releasing, it's just your body thanking you right. for doing all those asana which have been scientifically designed mm-hmm. to make you feel better. And um, I think it just you will know when you do it, it's something that no one can actually tell you about it, it's something that you experience. And once you practice for more than a few months, yeah. you'll experience that it's not just a physical aspect. It it is something beyond that. Completely this is really beyond that. you yeah, like how how you're behaving, how yeah. your mood swings are, how are you not honking on the traffic signal and not getting angry? Exactly. I'm not saying anger is a bad emotion, but it makes you really calm. It makes you a calmer person, it makes you a content True. person. So I think I have seen the change in my students' life. So mm-hmm. I can surely vouch for that, that it's yes. more than a physical thing.
0: And I really feel that when it's connected to life, we always need to take care in the best possible way. One should be utmost focused and in achieving the goals. So, happy life takes everything what it needs and you your contribution is vital in that.
1: Of course, of
0: course. Right moving ahead like do you find any change in the mindset of people or rise in awareness after recent allocation of international yoga day
1: absolutely i think i'm one of those people okay (laughs) i'm one of those people so i i I think um like when i was doing crossfit i was like oh my god who does yoga it's so lame i'm being very honest because i was a crossfit person i used to like run and jog and do my punches because i wanted abs and stuff but it's just that, that awareness, um, it has, people have become more aware um, because um, of International Yoga Day and mm-hmm. um, there's so many now yoga classes, there's so many Bro. yoga teachers and it's, it's changing and I think like social media also has a big role to exactly. uh, uh, play. It has a big role. It of course has its um, cons, but I mm-hmm. think if I look at the pros, it's amazing like um, after the International Yoga Day, people have become aware of how what yoga mm-hmm. is and then it's not just something with, like how people used to think like how I used to think that only old people do yoga but it's not the case when you do it you really become um, strong not just physically but emotionally and mentally as well so I think it has brought a change in me that when I saw so many oh. people doing yoga and I saw so many events happening um, I became aware so I can surely say that a lot of people might have
0: become aware after that. Yeah. And as yoga originated in India, it has already got huge following. So people are practicing it widely just because of like a huge following it has in India
1: yes yes absolutely I think uh, now people are actually very aware about yoga and people want to do yoga it's not the same how it was a few years back like Mm -hmm. growing up I never thought about it but I think now at least maybe I'm in this field that's why I feel so but I think people are becoming really aware about it
0: and the one who wants to practice won't give reasons so it's that kind of thing I feel like uh, self-promotion like (laughs) they have to go there and just practice the yoga if they want to like have
1: the good life Well everyone has their different things so I yeah. just like whoever is practicing keep practicing True true
0: yes <laughs> well, Everyone has got different perspective so it's just Yes that.
1: yes absolutely and you have to respect that if you can, exactly, you can motivate I everyone like, but you have to respect whatever people true. believe in it's all right like I think change happens slowly like yeah. it happens really slowly, slowly it's all right
0: Yeah true uh, let's talk about emotional health, holistic health, food, one by one.
1: Alright, I'll start with food. I think I get this question a lot that uh, do you provide diets and everything? Okay. So, like, again, not stereotyping, but I'm a Punjabi. I love my parathas. <laughs> I love my parathas. So, um I I believe in like holistic nutrition okay. that... Um, your body is not a garbage mm-hmm. bin. It's, it's it's actually a temple. So be very careful of what you're putting in, okay. what time you're putting in. Please don't need mm-hmm. Maggie's at two o'clock in the night. <laughs> so even if you feel like, uh, for example, like uh, I am feeling guilty. I didn't want to Well, <laughs> okay then. <laughs> so the thing is that um I. I don't have anything which I avoid per se, like I have okay. made lifestyle changes and I like I don't uh, drink sodas anymore, mm-hmm. I don't uh, have uh, chips or biscuits or any okay. packaged things for that matter, mm-hmm. whenever I feel like um, having one of that, so it's basically before 5 or 6 o'clock okay. because I'll tell you the logic why, mm-hmm. the sun has a lot of energy okay. and when you're eating in the day, the sun helps you digest the food. So that's the reason people ask you to not eat after sunset. (laughs) Because uh, your body cannot digest so much. You might have seen a lot of people who are so thin but they eat a lot and people yeah, yeah. who are a little fatter and uh, they don't eat so much so it's not about just the food, it's about the mm-hmm. metabolism right. and if you uh, stop counting calories, that's just my logic, Okay. If you, if you ask a gym person, he'll be like okay, he'll be like no, you <laughs> do count calories but if you stop counting calories and work on your metabolism, it will be a according to me it's a very healthy approach to food so um, for example like I cannot digest cheese I know this about my body okay so become becoming aware of what you can digest and what you cannot you can make your own nutrition chart and um, if you feel like having like for example I love If I want to have it I will have it in the day so that Mm -hmm. I have enough time and my body has enough time to like digest it. Okay. So like not um, starving and not um, telling yourself that okay you can't eat that you cannot. So the more you tell yourself that, the more you want to eat.
0: Grace.
1: So that's the logic I work on, and um, it's just like eating smaller portions of meal every one or two hours. So like your body has the time to digest, and um, you're not eating once at um, one big meal at one yeah. time but that works for dip, like some people so I really uh, followed Huthuja Diwekar about her uh, okay diet tips and I find her uh, tips very very useful because she talks okay. about going desi she talks about um, like eating what your grandmothers used mm-hmm. to eat yeah, so yeah. that works really well for me and I don't think I diet I just eat healthy mm-hmm. and sometimes I cheat and that's I think alright because like even Food I went through her like she... videos.
0: Some of the videos, like when she says like uh, eat desi, but the moms yeah, out yeah. there are asking like, uh, but my child is not opening his or her mouth to eat.
1: <laughs> yeah, if we uh, if we uh, teach our kids or the younger generation about it, I think it will because we we always crave for fancy things. We're like introducing sugar-free products. We're introducing. I don't know what all, but mm-hmm. we are forgetting where we are coming from. For example, okay. like if you um, if are born in Maharashtra, you might be eating a lot of poha in the morning. Exactly. So, you can't ask someone to not do it and start eating cornflakes. and policy like really say. <laughs> yeah, and start eating like instead of that people are eating breads and two cashews and not eating properly. It's mm-hmm. just like understanding where you are coming from, what you have been eating and how your body is responding. Right. So, if you think about it, people can make their own uh, diet charts and uh, be very happy about it, I think.
0: Right. So, it's a very wide topic, an important one.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's totally, like, we can go for <laughs> half an hour, I think, just on this food. Because I think people are starving so much just to lose weight. And they don't realize that when you starve, you actually, like, not losing weight. Your body finds different ways to... Uh, like uh, produce fats because you're not giving it what it wants
0: right i have been through that journey like uh, the weight loss journey so it's pretty you have yeah yeah (laughs) but again back to the square nine
1: (laughs) again you can start again and also affects your emotional health as well just imagine you're uh, craving for something and you're not letting yourself eat that just because Hmm. like So it takes a toll on your uh, emotional health as well. I'm not saying give in to every craving you're having, but finding a balance. Like finding a balance um, of what you're eating and what you're not eating is very, very important to understand like your overall health. Because one hour of yoga is there, but what about the 23 hours? (laughs) So food plays a very big role, very big role.
0: Right. And I'm glad that you shared your best insights on the same. Thank you for this. Like, uh, I, I'm
1: glad. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah,
0: you being so young and mentor to many of them out there, how do you convince people to know the importance of their life through your teaching?
1: Um, I think social media is helping me quite a bit. Okay. So I think I've reached out through social media, through my um, gym students and everyone. Okay. And I think it it becomes like a journey like I have been teaching people since like I have started teaching I have students who were with me since 2015, 2016 oh, okay. and um, it becomes it, it becomes like a journey like what you do they just adapt like it, I don't think I specifically like um, go and tell them what to do I just tell them my this thing and they, they follow sometimes and they tell what they do so it's just like a uh, mutual sharing. So because okay. I, my students, some, some of my students are uh, quite wise and older than me. So mm-hmm. I get beautiful insights from them as well. Like what all we can add to our uh, daily uh, right. routine to to become healthier. So I think it's just an exchange I am doing. So I think I'm still learning what all uh, okay. can be done. So I, I think more than that I'm learning from my students how to be healthy and happy also.
0: Really inspirational. and a mentor is never young or old enough to teach any of their mentees a lesson to learn. Yes from.
1: I think it's a more than a mentor I find like I'm just sharing my journey with other people and they're giving me something. it's just a yes. uh, journey so I wouldn't It's just like together or, we can. yeah yes of course together we can there are days when i get lazy and tell them that this is not working out and then i get motivational speech from them so it's quite beautiful how we bonded together so i've been quite lucky to have such students in my life
0: great so they will be coming up with this podcast episode like ma'am you talked like this in this episode you have to follow this
1: (laughs) (laughs) for sure i I think yeah maybe probably
0: (laughs) and we are losing peace of mind these days workload family time management social life and number of reasons how one can cope up with all of these if the person practices yoga what changes are evident
1: so i very basic thing whenever like i'll give you my example whenever i'm getting anxious whenever i'm stuck in traffic and Mm -hmm. there's something that is not working out The Hmm. simplest and the most um, wonderful thing is is to just breathe, take 10 deep breaths, closing your eyes and trust me, it's the most basic thing. So, when we get angry and when we are agitated, you will see that the uh, breath becomes really shallow. So, you might have heard other people telling the person who is anxious that please breathe, please breathe. There's a reason behind it. So, when you are actually angry, your breath is really short and shallow. So, when you take deep breaths, you come back to your senses, you come back to your shape, you come back to the present moment and then you can move ahead. So, this practice can be inculcated in your daily life. So, in yoga sessions, we have pranayama for 10 minutes and we make sure whatever the fifty minutes we're practicing. So, I think the only difference between yoga and any other exercise is that we focus on the breath a lot. So, there are so many things that uh, gym uh, in the gym, you'll also do like squats. I make yeah. my students do squats, but with the breath. Mm-hmm. Like if the breath is lost, then it's not yoga. So the most important thing that will bring you back to your shape and your present moment is the breath. Mm-hmm. So learning the skill of taking small and long and deep breaths right. is very important uh, these days. So if have you seen a baby lying down in a crib? Yeah. like when he or she breathes can you can you imagine the stomach going up and yeah, down yeah, yeah. Like, like a big balloon so <laughs> exactly. the adults have stopped doing that so the yeah. breath starts from the stomach but these days it has become so shallow because we are emotionally um, not very strong sometimes mm-hmm. it has become shallow so our emotions ha- are directly related to the breath when you yeah. take deep breaths on a daily basis you mm-hmm. become calmer and you have the uh, strength to do whatever is happening in your life and how to deal with that so I think it's a very powerful tool we have in yoga and uh, once you start practicing it daily Mm -hmm. uh, it becomes a part of your habit so It's a very funny question my student asked, she was like, when do we practice deep breaths, like what time of the day, I'm like 24 hours, (laughs) please keep breathing, please keep a note on your computer table or your refrigerator to remind you the most basic thing in the natural thing in the world, please keep breathing all the time, so I think if we work on that it actually comes you and as a person. like
0: impatience and anxiety uh, is a part of life for many of them out there like in today's generation overthinking is leading to many of the problems
1: so, I think it's a process. Healing is completely a process. Like, we mm-hmm. can't tell a person to calm down. Like my uh, hobby says, no one okay. in the history of calming down has ever calmed down by <laughs> being told to calm down. So, it's a complicated sentence. But you never tell the person to calm down. You give them the tools. Like, breath yeah. is a tool. Like, uh, for some people, drawing, dancing, yeah. painting, uh, music is a tool. So, these tools we can use in our daily lives to... Um, calm ourselves down because that will give us the power to deal with the situation because the situation is still the same right yeah so and it's a it's a process that we have to go through mm-hmm. um, overthinking no one does it intentionally it just yes, happens good. because of the circumstances so uh, these days, yoga is very, very important. I wouldn't say it was very important at my grandmother's age because they were already like squatting, they were already doing hmm. a lot of physical work. Exactly. And they have this my, my grandmother's dance because she had the best food, she did everything. But True. we, like uh, this generation, um really needs to practice something or the other and why i say yoga is that it's a very holistic approach to health <laughs> and when you do that you will see a lot of change in your exactly. life i have seen that in 4 years i'm still like like 4 years of teaching i'm still like see like looking okay. forward to what <laughs> it uh, what happens later so i think these tools we can use because these days because of the so much stress in our life exactly. we need some we need something that is just ours and
0: mm-hmm.
1: keeps us grounded.
0: And you might be aware, like even in Bhagavad Gita, it said like you have to take a pause before you react to any of the thing. So we just, yes, need, to, yes. yeah, we just need to calm down before we react. Really so
1: yeah, ev- no emotion is a bad emotion. I believe. <laughs> if you, even if you feel angry, it's completely it's all good. right. Just yeah. give yourself, allow yourself to feel angry sometimes. That shouldn't be an
0: excess is the uh, like a y- requisite?
1: Um. Yes. So when you practice uh, and you use these tools, you will see a difference. And you don't have to force yourself to not be angry. When you feel angry, please allow yourself to feel. Uh, feel angry but what you can do later that you don't go through the same thing again because anger is like um, holding a burning charcoal in your hand and thinking that someone else will uh, Mm -hmm. get affected. It's a very famous saying Uh, so it's just that you can work on it but I'll still say that allow yourself to uh, feel the way you're feeling at the moment and then again give yourself tools to work on yourself because we all, always have some room of improvement
0: and in a way we should be happy enough and thankful for our rich and healthy life what we have and if we are not having that we should make one so this is really important thing great insights on this moving ahead like internet and myths share your insight as a health teacher busting myths about yoga
1: hmm this is funny
0: <laughs> so um,
1: okay so like uh, on social media pictures can be a little deceptive like mm-hmm. even when I practice yoga I don't take any pictures okay. right uh, because that's my personal practice. Exactly. However, because I want uh, to reach out to more people, I have my yoga photo shoot box because I okay. want to keep it separate exactly. so whatever you see on Instagram of mm-hmm. course like it's a yoga posture and I'll write the benefits and everything mm-hmm. um, but that's not exactly my yoga practice, you right. don't smile when you're doing a lift, you're <laughs> actually like sweaty and your hand hair, hair is completely messy, so that is one aspect um, and the other is that people like um, people just post fa- fancy pictures. Even I, I'll say I'll post fancy pictures but yoga is more than that. You can't get the gist of yoga through social media. Social right. media is just a tool for yoga instructors to reach out with more people, to tell people that we'll be getting exactly. there when we get there. The goal is not the headstand that we we post, but Mm -hmm. it's about the journey. So, uh, sometimes people just relate yoga to flexibility and doing fancy lifts and everything, but it is more than that. You get there when you get there, but that is not the goal, right? Right. Um, I don't set a goal that, okay, by 30 days, you have to do a headstand. You will get there, but just embrace the journey. So, because of social media, Mm -hmm. people think that I cannot do yoga I am not flexible enough so it, it's just like I can't go to yoga because I am not flexible enough is equivalent to I can't uh, take a shower because I am too dirty you mm-hmm. take a shower you get clean you do yoga you get flexible it's like that right. so uh, flexibility is not a goal it's just a myth that yoga just makes you flexible and nothing else it gives you a lot of strength it keeps your joints your body healthy you wouldn't have any knee pain back pain Right. Um, because lifestyle or later in life it's just like living your, to your fullest because you're physically uh, strong that is one aspect of it and just flexibility is not so flexibility is one of the aspects not the only thing that you get from yoga it's a very a wholesome thing it's not just that so I've seen a lot of people saying it I can't do this. I can't even touch my toes. Of course, you will touch your toes when you get there, right? Mm-hmm. So, this, uh, these pictures and videos sometimes motivates people to go get there. Sometimes actually okay. demotivates and intimidates them that, oh, I cannot do what she is doing. Exactly. So, that is something uh, I've been meaning to work on how you can make more people comfortable okay. and um, include everyone because Sometimes people think only young girls or young boys are doing and I cannot do this. Anyone can do yoga can even, even can if do. you're sitting. Yeah, I have learned chair yoga in California. People do yoga who are 75 years old yes, who yes. cannot stand till on sitting in their chairs. So if you can breathe, you can do yoga. That's my mantra. True.
0: I'll give you best example. I am 28. I'm not doing yoga. My father is 64 and he is doing yoga and practicing daily. See,
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> see it's nothing to do with the age of the gender. Exactly. Like, it's just a pictures. basic reason. Yeah, <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah, that's it. The pictures are there to just motivate you and everything, not to intimidate anyone.
0: And he really comes up with uh, every session after every session. He's like, uh His sir was really appreciating him for standing really great, like postures and all. So like <laughs> daily, like four, four <laughs> sir,
1: Maybe you should get inspired by <laughs> your father and start doing it. I feel day. so like.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 I'll be sure. happy
1: if I make a difference in your life. Then, if you if you Possibly. start doing yoga after this podcast, my job is done.
0: <laughs> I'll surely promise that would I'll, be great I'll, that would be great sure sure and this is the real uh, like uh, glad that you shared some facts about this and one should practice and then decide whether they should believe in the uh, any of the myths Moving yeah on. it's just
1: like uh, yeah mm-hmm. yeah just so, so go ahead no, no no i was just sure. like saying it it's it's just that it's there to motivate you not to intimidate just like uh, every Person has their different journey, so just right. your journey and not uh, exactly to get someone and get demotivated.
0: Exactly. And moving ahead, like uh, please share one of the most inspiring or motivating moment of your life, so that listeners can learn and apply in them in their life if they can correlate. Okay, so those
1: who are connected with me on Instagram, they would mm-hmm. know this lady. She has been with uh, me since three, four years now. Okay. And um, I keep posting about her because I absolutely love her. So, okay. like, uh, basically, when I started, like she gave me a call and I want to start the personal yoga sata sessions with you. And I went to her place and. Mm-hmm half an hour she took to, to do one surya namaskar and it was just the beginning of my career like it was just like 2-3 uh, months okay. so I was still not sure how to handle someone who cannot do one surya namaskar and they are taking half an <laughs> hour to understand and do everything and I was like oh my god I okay. literally went home and then I was like I can't how do I do that mm-hmm. and slowly slowly like she was really dedicated she was pretty regular and everything okay. she was and the best part was um, she trusted in herself mm-hmm. and in me like she never questioned me, Garima still like it's been so many months and I can't do this, what is happening and she trusted herself also and whenever she used to fall in the posture and Surya Namaskar, oh my god her balance was so funny she used to just fall and started laughing
0: <laughs> Okay. so
1: she was a very she's a very happy soul, like she would <laughs> laugh when she would make, make a mistake, it took me months and it's been 3 years she practices 51 Surya Namaskars in like 14 oh to 15 minutes and she is uh, 44 years old and this was the first time she was doing something for herself and I, I have seen so much progress the range of motion in her body her smile has becoming become wider and then her body right. is more open she looks she, I can see the um, difference in her body how she was in 20. 16 and how she is in 2020 it's amazing like I literally first class was oh my god what will I do with someone who cannot even do one surya namaskar right. and now she is like killing it she does squats she does planks. you name it and she can do it so like with her dedication and her patience and trust in the teacher and mm-hmm. herself and just laughing it out that okay I couldn't do it and I never uh, uh, heard her saying that oh my god like I cannot do this my body is this she's very body positive she's very body positive she's been really she's been a happy soul so I think like that that's a very inspiring story for people and for ladies who um, are at home and they want to do something for themselves it's Hmm. because um, to be honest I've seen like the ladies in my house, especially my mother and my aunts, and they okay. have dedicated their whole life uh, to their family, their right. kids, and they haven't taken out time. This is not everyone's story, but this mm-hmm. is most of the people's. Most of uh, the people. Uh, I can uh, correlate. Women's story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when she did something for herself, no matter what happens, eight thirty to nine thirty in the morning, it's her time to okay. just shine. So. Even if she has her kids doing something and whatever, she just takes it out for herself and it's amazing, and I hope a lot of people can do that for themselves and it's not the physical aspect I'm really happy right. about. It's more that she's she's taking out time for herself and it's like a commitment to herself, an appointment to herself that she doesn't cancel at all at right. any cost.
0: We all are proud so that's pleasure. really
1: inspiring <laughs> for me, yeah.
0: yeah. And this is the real value which I want to add into me and listeners. Every person has got some stories or a moment. Interesting to know the story. Yeah, Good to know. And my next question is like, how do you think this generation is going with the health goals as compared to older generation?
1: All right, I don't think I can draw a complete comparison. But how I feel right now is... That um, the older generation didn't really think about, like, I think there were not many gyms and yoga classes because their lifestyle was completely healthy. Like, right. um, squatting, one of the most important uh, body postures, which comes really naturally. We used to use Indian toilets, which yeah. was amazing for the digestive system. And
0: it's vanishing with the, pain, they,
1: like- yeah. It is, so they had the best of foods, the nutrition, it was all organic. You didn't didn't right. have to buy special organic food to like eat healthy. Exactly. The air was much, much better. So I don't think they, they had to put so much effort to stay healthy because their lifestyle was and they were pretty active in their daily routine. They used to wake up early and everything. Um, I think our generation has to make more efforts. And I can see like a lot of people doing something or the other not everyone Mm -hmm. is doing yoga of course but people are dancing people are going to the gym different gyms are coming up different things are coming up there's Mm -hmm. so many things you like fusions are happening so I think our generation is moving towards um, the healthy life but of course there's always other side
0: not in a great way (laughs) um,
1: yeah so I think um I still, uh, I still think that it's working out. Like yeah, it, I,
0: and I feel like we, kidding. Uh, like uh, in Delhi, no. they are selling the oxygen, like pure oxygen. What the hell? Like
1: yeah, that's something we cannot help. Abhi, <laughs> like up right now, I cannot. But mm-hmm. I um, honestly think that it, we have to make an effort uh, for mm-hmm. this because, like, how as a kid, I used to just go out and play, and then get dirty in the mud, and then come back, take a shower, right, like, right, like right. again, go and play. These days we have mobile phones, and I don't think it's kids' fault because when they're four, uh, four years old, they have their iPad, they're on Facebook and Instagram. That's actually affecting their health. But um, mm-hmm. the extracurricular activity um, is becoming more popular. Like when I was right. growing up, I didn't did not have so much access because Even like, I didn't have it, it was more, yeah. We were like too much into academics, especially. Right. But these days, people, schools are coming up with this different extracurricular activities. In the terms of effort, I think we have to put more effort right. to it. And for the older generation, it came very organically, and it's it's amazing. So that's Most there. The time, I, I like see a lot of uh, the, 45 years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I see on. a lot of 45 year old people who can score like anything, and 15 year old girls and boys who cannot score. It's it's amazing to see that.
0: (laughs) And I sometimes feel like uh, people are like students are forced into extracurricular activities, even if they're not. It's not their passion. Like the schools. Well, that's
1: subjective. Huh. That might be the case for some people, but (laughs) yeah, that's quite subjective.
0: Right. Okay. But uh, we were really fortunate that we weren't glued to social media, and it's just about yeah. Me now,
1: like. Now we are but like we, really, up, we really yeah
0: have to. yeah but we really use in a positive way like we add value through something or some or the other way it's just not like playing games over social media or kind of thing
1: oh you you haven't met a lot of people then it's still happening like uh it's just that balance is very important like exactly I've Making a point that when I wake up, like for half an hour, I don't switch on my phone before sleeping, like uh, at least half an hour when I'm not using my phone because it disturbs your sleep. And sleep is a very impa- important part of your um, right. life, and how you um, managing everything. So I hmm. think like using mobiles also is a need, but keeping exactly, everything in it? balance is very yeah, important.
0: Yeah. Literally, so that's really helpful. A good perspective you have. Now I would like to ask you, like we would like to hear about your vision for your career in yoga and what lies ahead for you.
1: So I hope, and I really want to, like expand my. Um, uh, Mm, expertise in yoga and I am okay. doing dance movement therapy because I believe that yoga and dance movement therapy will complement each other because dance movement therapy talk a lot about their like people's emotions and how they can express themselves non-verbally so right. I want to increase uh, slowly and slowly I would want to learn nutrition as well and um and see okay. how I can make a difference in my life as a health and wellness coach and in other people's life as well. Mm-hmm. Because I think everything aside, health is something that is very, very important. Like, right. your, uh, like your body is going to be there with you to, like forever. It's just you, yourself. If you're not uh, healthy, nothing would seems nice or like if you have to like take care of yourself and treat yourself that like you are your priority hmm. so I really wish I can um, pass on and or share this message with as many people I can and um, and they or share it further yeah. so I just want to work on this area and see where it takes me so right now I'm learning one skill at a time and hope it makes a difference in people's life because it's very important with everything running so fast uh, and we need something to just pause and we need that for ourselves so i hope it goes on further and keep doing what i'm doing
0: and i'm pretty sure that you're gonna do best in whatever way commitment really matters no matter what like
1: Yes, yes, absolutely.
0: And I wish you good luck for achieving all that you want to do.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Yeah.
1: It was um, lovely talking to you.
0: Yeah. How can one reach to you?
1: Um, so, I take my classes in Pune, that's in okay. Maharashtra. Yeah. And um, I am there on social media by the name of Yoga with Karma. Okay. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook My contact details and my email is there sure. So whenever you search Yoga with Garima You will get uh, my details okay. And um, I take classes In uh, magarpata City And Koregaon uh, Park in Pune itself I take group sessions, personal sessions Cooperating with the schools okay. So there are many so many things I am doing um, So if one wants to reach uh, They can just simply Find me on any social media sure. platform You can just google my yeah, yeah. Yoga with Garima Oh, I'll,
0: okay. I'll update all the social media handles links in the podcast description that will be a better thing and it's an easy yeah. way to connect and change life for a better cause
1: <laughs> yes yes
0: so Garima it was really honored to host you you are a true leader and role model for many out there sharing your vision and reason of doing this I'm really happy and very sure of the fact that this is going to help listeners in many ways
1: Well, that's really sweet of you. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you. Thank you for sharing your views on holistic health and wellness. I wish you all the best for future endeavors.
1: Thank you, Rohit.
0: Thank you so much. Goodbye and have a good time.
1: You too. Bye.
0: Bye. Thank you for listening to the entire piece of episode. We will be coming back with the new and exciting episode very soon. Till then, stay connected and have a good time.